This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to another weekly Q&A episode. As a reminder, if you have questions, you can text or call them in to 828-338-9127. That is also always linked in the show notes for you as well. Today's question is about being a seven or being partnered to a seven. So let's go ahead and dive on in. My question is, how do you help a depressed seven? My spouse is a social seven wing eight. He's been on a steady downward spiral over the last few years. Before we met, he lived a very seven existence, traveling and exploring, running an incredibly active social life, and just generally enjoying being free of constraints on his time. I initially fit fairly well into that lifestyle when we first met nearly a decade ago. But fast forward several years, there was the pandemic, we both have incredibly busy jobs, and we have three young kids, all boys. And all five of us have ADHD, so our home family life is really demanding and chaotic. Through all of this, I've watched him continue to withdraw from the things that used to bring him joy and sink deeper and deeper into depression. He tends to cope by finding ways to escape his feelings, drinking, overeating, leaving for hours at a time to go to bars. At home with the kids, he's often irritable, rigid, and highly critical. It's a far cry from the exuberant, playful, fun-loving person he usually is. He also has unaddressed childhood trauma, and I see it playing out in his harsh treatment of our kids. I'm a self-pres one-wing nine, and I've been processing my own emotionally traumatic childhood in therapy for many years now, but it's become more and more difficult to do as I am seeing my own traumas being replayed in front of me. We've been to couples counseling and parenting coaches, and while he says he's open to therapy and working on these issues in practice, he's avoidant of actually doing the work. I want so deeply to create a safe, loving environment for our kids to grow up in. I want to help encourage my husband to do the growth work he needs to do, but I know that motivation needs to come from within. I'm worried that he feels trapped, like there's no way for him to get his needs met in the life we've built together. What can I do to help him? I want to say it does sound like your seven is stressed and they may not know that they are as stressed as they clearly are. And I don't know, you know, how aware your seven is of, of the experience that you're having with them. But I will say often I am exhibiting those behaviors, especially those more one-ish behaviors 
being irritable, rigid, and highly critical before I know that I'm stressed out. That's usually my sign that I'm stressed and that I need care. And it can be really hard when you don't have an end point. You don't see the destination. Where are we going? How is this going to change? So I I just want to kind of hold space for that before I kind of dive into the other parts of this. Because the next piece that I want to say is that there is absolutely nothing wrong with expecting your partner to go to therapy, asking your partner to go to therapy, making that a part of like what you need to move forward in your relationship. I, I think having a partner who can grow and is willing to grow is incredibly important. So feel validated in that desire. And I think you nailed it when motivation comes from within because they do ultimately have to own their own growth journey. You can say, I need you to go to therapy for me to move forward in this relationship. And they can go to therapy, go through the motions, and not actually work on any of their stuff. And and nothing changes. But they may come to that in therapy. You know, there's no way to really know or guarantee for sure how things will work out. But I just really want to encourage you to feel comfortable saying therapy is is a non-negotiable for me. Now, a good book to check out could be Scattered Minds by Gieber Mate. This isn't a book that I've read, but my husband has ADHD and he recently read this book for work and he really loves that book. He said it addresses the emotional and systemic things associated with ADHD and goes a lot deeper than a diagnosis and can kind of it sounds like could be a really good support to you both in this season of your life. Now, as a seven myself, I will say that I am like this often. <laughs> or no, I, I want to say when I am like this, it is often because of what you described, feeling trapped and like there's no way for me to get my needs met. And it also sounds like you have unmet needs too that are not being addressed. So, I wonder what it would look like to have that conversation of what will it take for us to get what we need in this life we're building together. Life is really long. Being a parent is a really long journey. Your jobs are probably not things that are short term. So if this is the life we have together How do we make it as supportive and nourishing as possible for both of us? Maybe that looks like taking two hours each week to connect without kids, a time to plan for fun, but also to have the conversation of how are you each going to get what you need that week. I would caution you as a one to not go in to what he should do with his own body, you know, make sure there's a fine line between boundaries and control and focus on what are my boundaries? What are my expectations for me and my life? Meaning what comes into your space and influences you, that is where you can set a boundary going in and 
trying to impact him, that starts to become control. So you can want a partner who doesn't go to the bar for hours every night because that leaves you solo with the kids while he is out at the bar. That may not be something that you want or something that feels good to you. How can that be addressed, right? Now, he's overeating. That starts to feel like control. I, wanna, I want to say what he should or shouldn't eat or how much he should eat. And I think you're right in your question where it sounds like you're saying, I want to address the emotional things that are going on underneath the surface that cause these things to happen. And I think that is 100% within the bounds of a normal marital conversation. What's going on here? Like these things aren't for no reason, right? Things are, something's happening and let's talk about it. Let's address it. Let's work on it. We can have a marriage where we both get our needs met and where you don't feel trapped. So what do we need to do to make that happen? Now, I don't think there's any need to go for perfect here. Just making time for each of you to be heard, asking for what you need, committing to both of you getting those needs met. And I think for me, at least, I would say on a weekly basis, having this conversation is incredibly comforting as a seven to know that there will be time for me every week, you know, whatever that looks like. And we can kind of contain some of these more difficult conversations instead of it kind of influencing everything that's happening in our lives together. Sevens also really respond well to a time limit on painful conversations or hard conversations. So having that sense of like, okay, for an hour, we're going to really talk about everything that's going on, but there will be an exit. There will be an end. There's a clear end point because remember the fear for seven is being trapped in that pain and that pain kind of getting sucked into it and it never going away. So if we can know, okay, I can sit with this for this period of time. I can make that happen. All right. I know this is kind of all over the place. I am answering in in a lot of different ways, but I want to sum it up by saying it's okay to expect your partner to go to therapy for that to be a non-negotiable for you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This has to be his journey. You're totally right. Suss out the difference. What are boundaries for you? What's contr- What feels like control? And make sure you're communicating that you're with yourself, you know, having that conversation. How can you both get your needs met in the marriage that you have, in the life that you have? That should be a priority. And check out the book Scattered Minds by Gabriel Mate. Now, I want to say, if you have these conversations And you say, I want to sit down and I want to talk about getting your needs met. I want to work through some of the more emotional sides of our relationship. I want to make sure that you are going to therapy, that we are going to therapy, that we are tending to our marriage intentionally. If you find that he is not available for that, I would consider accepting the reality of the marriage that you are in. This is the marriage that you have. 
And it's important to ask the question, is this the one that I want? If no changes are going to be made on his part, then this is the marriage you have. Is this the one that you want? And maybe it is, right? Maybe you ask that question and you go, absolutely. These are the problems I would choose for myself. This is the life I would choose for me and my, my children. And my. this is the person. I, I don't have any desire to change that. I just wish it could be a little bit better. May, then it's like, okay, we start to work on ourselves. We start to work on what can I control then? How do I learn to live in the marriage that I'm in? Instead of kind of always wishing he would be different. Or maybe you get a different answer. Like, no, this is not the marriage that I would want. And you say, I'm realizing that this is not the marriage that I want. How we need to decide together, are we going to fix this or are we going to change this? And you go from there. But when it comes to supporting your seven, opening them up, allowing them to get to their emotions, I think it's really, really, you're spot on in saying, how can I start with getting his, letting him know that he can get his needs met, but do that not at the expense of you getting your needs met, right? Don't let them drive your life with their needs. And there's a major difference, and this is a seven, speaking to a seven here, to your husband, there's a major difference in a temporary desire, a temporary need, and a long-term need. What I think I might need in this moment, right, to go to a bar, get out of my feelings for a minute, have a few moments where I, I don't feel like life is overwhelming for me, that is not the same as building long-term stability in a happy marriage. And a lot of the growth and healing that sevens have to do is exchanging short-term bliss or short-term satisfaction for long-term stability and happiness. And it's not an easy journey. It's not a linear journey, but it's an important one. So I hope that this is helpful. I hope that it feels supportive. And thank you so much for sending a question in, sending you all the best wishes in this in this time in your your marital journey. Now, as always, it is an absolute joy to create this content for you. And I'll see you tomorrow for the next one. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.